Earthlings. Hello, world. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? How was your week? It was good. You know, I uh, haven't done shit with my life, and it's fantastic. Yeah, you know when you just like sit in your room, you just like look at the ceiling, and you just like <laughs> and you feel you feel so good in that moment. Yeah, that's uh, been me for the last week. Just doing nothing is just such a such a blessing, you know. <laughs> yeah, we did go to the Orlando City game. Um, well, actually, I'm sorry. Robert. <laughs> Robert went so to the awkward. Orlando City game. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We hung out with friends. We drank, had a good time. And then I went to Orlando City game. I tried to get her to come, but then I forgot to tell her that she needed to buy a ticket. And then tickets sold out. It's a long story, you know? Long story. Yeah, so um, I drove over there and I couldn't go. But, um... Moving on! <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along to more important <laughs> subjects. Um, today's topic we want to talk about um, is something that's very near and dear to our heart because um, I don't know if everyone knows, but we are from Orlando and in 2016 we went through the Pulse shooting um, where 49 people lost their lives and in this past weekend we've had two more mass shootings um, and I think in total 31 people were killed. So we just want to kind of talk about why there has been so many mass shootings and um, what's going to stop it and what we can do as a community. Me personally, I'm very big on taking out the emotion when talking about these type of topics, just because whenever you like start talking about it, you get so emotional that I feel like it loses the point and people just get wrapped up in the wrong idea and the wrong message and the wrong topic. The topic is why are we, or for my, in my opinion, why are we allowing people to have these massive weapons like i get i get the whole, whole second amendment and the right to bear arms but at the same time i don't get why a normal individual would need an ak-47 that's what i don't understand yeah no for sure i think <clears throat> that a lot of people are hanging on to like the second amendment right of like the right to bear arms um which is fine. I'm not saying that people shouldn't have guns and people shouldn't be able to protect themselves. But as you said, there is absolutely no reason why the average person can go out and buy an AK-47. Because in what setting would you ever use that? Like, I guess at a shooting range, but it's like, even then, there's just absolutely no reason for a person to even need to know what that feels like to fire or to get to practice on firing that gun. Do you know what I mean? Because in the U.S., all that it takes for someone to be able to buy a gun is to be 18 and pass a background check, which I'm like, 18 is really fucking young to be able to like, oh, yeah, you can buy a gun if you want. So you can like kill people, you know, no big deal. Yeah, your fucking frontal lobe, the part of your brain where you make decisions, isn't even fully developed to like 24, 25. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we're allowing people who don't even have the ability to make a full hard-on decision, you know, buy these massive weapons that can take out so many people at one time is crazy. And when now that I'm sitting on the couch thinking about it, I'm like, it's selfish. It's people, people being selfish because it's the whole, oh, I, I have my right, I have my right, you can't take away my rights. It's just selfish because... If, if that right is causing more, more harm to more people than it is good, then, then what's, the point? what's the point? What's the fucking point? Like, We're just having it just to say I have it. Exactly. Like, you can't rent a car and you can't buy a drink or sit in a bar, but here's an AK-47. Like, have fun. <laughs> yeah. it's When you really think about it, it's fucking crazy. And I guess that back in the day, you know, there used to be wars and people would have to go out to war a lot younger and stuff like that. So maybe at that point... It That's was more necessary, yeah. yeah, but 
the the older we've gotten and as a as a, as a country and as America, we those type of things need to be reevaluated. Yeah, exactly. Because as a society, so much has changed, especially just like in the last five, ten years with all these like shootings and stuff like that, that it's like, okay, well, we need to reevaluate where our country stands and um, the overall health of our country. Because I think we're on our 17th mass shooting this year. And it's at the point now to where I think that we hear about mass shootings and everyone's so incredibly desensitized to it. Like I I heard about the mass shooting and I'm like, oh, wow, that's absolutely terrible. But then it's like I remember when Columbine happened, which is like one of the first uh, mass shootings uh, like in American history that like made like big waves in the news. It was like this life altering, like multiple media covering this. And then like people made different laws. People looked at things differently and people remembered it for years. But now it's like I don't I feel like after mass shootings happen and that blows over a week later, everyone forgets about it. And then we move on and then another mass shooting happens and we're upset about it for like a day and then we move on. And it's like, these things aren't even making imprints in people anymore. They're kind of just like, oh yeah, another mass shooting. It's just shitty that it's like become the norm. It's the norm. So it's what people expect. And the whole idea of so many people losing their lives to... For nothing. For nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's no purpose. There's no purpose at all. And I'm like, at the end of the day, why are we allowing these individuals to, and it's shitty to say, but I'm going to say it, they're white supremacist individuals who are taking lives. And it's like, those are the main people who are like, we need to build a wall. We need to keep people out. We need to do this. And we're trying to keep who out? Like, you guys are already here. The terrorists that we need to be afraid of and the people that we need to be afraid of are already in our in our country. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, yeah, everyone's stressing how we need to have stricter, more strict immigration laws and we need to build a wall and keep everyone out. But, yes, the danger is here. It is your white Americans that are doing all of these mass shootings. Like, the shooting in El Paso was a white male and he had a white nationalist, like, manifesto that he uploaded online talking about, like, anti-immigration and like being a racist obviously and it's just like when the media portrays these people they're like oh there's been a shooting there's a shooter blah blah blah. but it's like no this is terrorism you need to address these people as terrorists you know when you are attacking your people the people of your country that is terrorism and it's like only if it were a brown person or a muslim something like that will they ever Uh, give them the name of terrorists even if they're a citizen but god forbid that it's a white person all of a sudden it's like oh just a 21 year old shooter not a terrorist which is what they are and not only that then like the fucking shooter guy gets like his own story and we need to learn yeah we need to know know about his background and his parents and how he was raised and why why and why did he do this and why this and why that but if it was somebody who is Muslim or Islamic or whatever, then they're just labeled a terrorist and that's it. Exactly. No, no one gives a fuck. No, yeah, there's no looking into his mental health and all that shit. And the fact that these motherfuckers are killing so many people and not to sound like a dick, but like they're getting off without dying. Not, not to say that I want them to die, but... I know. I think they should die. <laughs> like, I think that if you went out and you killed people, you should die. I am... 
I'm for the death penalty. There are some people who should not be on this earth. Like, they can put them in a, in a cage and have them jailed for the rest of their life, but they should be killed. You don't deserve to be here. After you've taken 31 people's lives, 49 people's lives, whatever, it doesn't matter. You should not be on this earth. I am totally for the death penalty. I just don't get how they're making it out in the first place. Like, I'm not even talking about the death penalty. I'm not even talking about it getting that far. After you've shown up on the scene and we've seen how like police are so high strung or whatever and you know that this individual has killed 35 people how in the world is this person not being shot and killed on site when we have people who black people who are saying i can't breathe i can't breathe you and, know, then and then they're killed yeah. so that to me that doesn't make any yeah sense like to shoot on site i think because sometimes they want to like they want to know the full story behind it and sometimes you're only going to get that if that person's alive and they can talk about it you know or the person surrenders and then they get taken away i also wanted to go back to what you were saying about when the media portrays uh like a white shooter how they'll go back into their history and then they'll be like oh he went to school here he had this going for him oh but he had mental illness he had this and that and they try to humanize this person to uh make the public less angry about the crime and be like, oh, but it was not his fault because he had a mental illness. Um, While if it is a brown shooter, someone who's Muslim or any type of brown, honestly, uh, the media will only go back and talk about maybe the negative things that he might or that person might have had. Yeah, I can say he because there are no female mass shooters. Um, What he's done in his life, like, for example, like his criminal record, and then they'll go and say that to the public and then make the public more angry about it. And I think that that's the media um, messing with people's heads, trying to get their their minds to think that, okay, well, if a brown person does this, then it's something really bad and all brown people are going to be people who can shoot people up. But then if it's a white person, oh, but this is just one case and he just had a mental illness. And it goes down to something even more. Let's just get down to business. Is If it's a black person, first of all, there's no black shooters. You want to know why? Like, it's so funny because it's like, oh, that person went through a hard time. This person went through that. That person went through that. Black, black people, people are going through the hardest times. The hardest times. <laughs> Would y'all see black people shooting people up? No, the no. fuck you don't. Because that is some Caucasian-ass shit. Like, no, I don't, I don't want to, like, fucking offend anybody, but that's just what it is. Yeah. Like, a black person would never. Like, if you talk to black people or you talk about mass shootings, it just we doesn't... We don't get it. It, it doesn't, doesn't compute. Yeah, it does, it does not, not compute. compute. <laughs> just, just, just because you're going through a hard time doesn't mean that you kill and take somebody else's life. That doesn't make any sense. And to black us, people don't hate like that. Yeah, it doesn't no. make any fucking sense. But any, anyway, back to, like, when black people are, like, killed by police officers and stuff like that, the media will also do this. The same bullshit well they'll go back and they'll be like oh well he had a weed charge so y'all should look at that maybe he deserved it like that's maybe he was high yeah, maybe <laughs> like he was okay high. Maybe no he was doing, like just because somebody possessed weed or they were smoking or whatever doesn't mean that that fucker deserves to like die yeah like, no and we all know a weed charge is not a real crime <laughs> that is not a real crime to fucking have a possession of weed like okay Really, that's really dramatic. Yeah, it's just bullshit. And the fact that, like, the media wants to twist the narrative to support white people in general is also bullshit. If you guys are going to, if you guys are there to give us the news and spread the truth, then say the fucking truth. Don't, like, but that's why it all just depends, like, where you get your news from. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
there's propaganda out there and there's going to be news outlets that are paid off in order to make a side look better or make a side look worse. And so it's like you really have to be conscious of where you're receiving your your media. Like fucking Fox News, you know that they're all about Trump. So it's like don't go to Fox News to try to like hear about what the day holds or what happened this past weekend. Like no, go to reliable news sources. Yeah, and with that being said, I'm going to move on to one of my pet peeves with this whole entire thing where there's a mass shooting and then people are in outrage and these words right here, thoughts and prayers. I'm sending my thoughts and prayers. Save that bullshit for someone else. Thoughts and prayers are great. Sure. Thank you. Give me your thoughts. Give me your prayers. But at the same time, that's not bringing the person back. It's not helping the family with their funeral costs. And it's, it's not, not stopping more mass shootings. It's not It's not doing... That's the easy way out. That's that's being like, oh, I'm here for you. And then it's reaching out to your like hand. And pacify then, the situation. Yeah, and then and then coming back and being like, oh, I'm here for you. And then a one, one, one week later, it's gone. Like, if you're not helping that person financially, you're not helping that by trying to stop this shit from happening again, then you're not helping. Exactly. Something Period. physical. Because like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to pray for you. But that doesn't exactly bring your kid back. It does not stop this from happening again. It doesn't help you out with the funeral costs. It doesn't help you out six months down the road where you're struggling with the grieving process. You know, like we need to do physical things. And it's like when, what I relate that to is when someone like does something bad to me and then tries to apologize for it. And then they do the same thing again. Like, I don't care about your apology that one time. I want to see some change behavior. I want to see this not happening again you know and I think the only way that we are able as a country to uh, repay these families and to try to like make these deaths mean something is to make sure that this doesn't happen again you know because when these mass shootings happen these are people's lives that are being taken away and not only is it affecting that person who dies and loses their life it's affecting their mothers their fathers their girlfriends their husbands their kids it's affecting a whole slew of people so don't apologize for the death and what happened Make a new law. Make it harder for people to get guns. Like going back to what we said earlier, yes, I think that a contributing factor to why people are dying like this is the fact that people are able to buy guns at such a young age, but that's not the only reason. We need to have mental health evaluations when people are trying to buy guns. You need to be evaluated to see if you are even mentally capable of owning something that could take people's lives so you can press a trigger and take someone's life away not everyone needs to have that power you know that's why some countries don't even allow people to have guns you know in england people don't have guns and are there having mass shootings every other week no but the u.s yes we're having mass shootings every other motherfucking weekend it seems like and it's just becoming something that's happening more and more and no one is doing anything about it and then President Trump is trying to blame it on other things and trying to act like, okay, well, I'm trying to do something about this when it's like, no, you're not. You are part of the reason that people are doing this because you're promoting racism. A lot of these people who come out and do these mass shootings are white nationalists. The El Paso shooter said he wanted to go find Mexicans to kill. Why do you think that's any coincidence? No. I think that the reason why we're having so many shootings right now is also the, because of Trump, not to... No, for sure. It's for sure because of Trump. Because before he was our president, people were being racist, but they were not being blatantly racist. So the fact that he has now come into office and he's shown us that he is blatantly racist and doesn't Made give a fuck. It okay. Yeah. So now all the people who are hiding under rocks and scared about their views before see that this person who is running our fucking country is and he's in charge and he's showing these blatantly racist things. They're like, oh, okay. And not only that, he is causing everyone 
everybody else who feels that way to come up. And once again, now there's Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all these people are sharing their hateful ideas and they feel like they have support from each other because they do. They do have it's support like, from It's each now other. a community. And yeah. like the leader of our country, the leader of the free world is the leader also of that feels yeah. the same way. Also, yeah, is also the leader of that community. And like not none of this is going to stop while he is in office, of course. And you know? I don't I don't feel like he with the whole El Paso and the guy was targeting Mexicans, to be honest, behind closed doors, I doubt Trump is like, oh, I feel so bad that the guy went and did that. He's the main one who's putting... He's probably like, wow, like um, an American hero. Yeah, American hero, doing doing the great old American work. Like, he's the same one who's allowing these people who are of Spanish descent to be in cages and be ripped away from their families. And So why are we surprised that he... Yeah, that yeah. he's not, like, outraged by this, like, shooting. Like, exactly. It's, it's fucking bullshit. I think... All of it's bullshit, and I think that we need to be angry. People need to be fucking angry. We need to show people that we're angry. We need to stand up with our votes, with our protests, protests, everything. Like to be honest, I would give away that right if I had that, that ability to the right to bear arms. Yeah, the right to bear arms. Yeah, like, I mean, my I dad, would too. my dad has a gun. And at first, it, it was a long. It took me a while to like understand why he did it, but I get it now. He has a gun because. The world that we live in today is not the world that we lived in when he was younger. So he feels like if somebody's going to break in and somebody's going to cause danger or cause harm, he needs to have protection. And to be honest, I think Especially a lot of... Especially being a, white, a black man. I think a lot of Americans feel that way, which is why everybody's like, oh, I need my right. I need my right. Okay, cool. I, I, I agree with that. I agree with my dad. But at the same time, I don't agree with you having weapons that are military grade and meant to mow down 50 to 60 people doesn't make any fucking sense. It makes no fucking sense yeah. at all. Like, at that at that point, you're not trying to protect yourself. At that point, that's excessive. It's and, excessive, yeah, for sure. And I guess everyone's question is, okay, well, where's the, where's the line? Where do we draw the line at excessive? I think it can't be, like, automatic yeah. firearms. It can't be semi-automatic. None of that. Like, you do not need to fire more than one bullet at a time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> there is absolutely no reason for you to have a fucking machine gun under your bed. Like, if you feel the need to have that, you are a fucking psycho. Yeah. And if you feel that endangered, then why are you here? Why are you, you here? Can, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. Like, when I was in Europe... The people, the police officers and the law enforcement in Europe don't have guns. They have flashlights and shit like that. Well, in your in uh in um like England they do, but then in Amsterdam, remember they in the airport they had machine guns. Well, I'm, yeah, 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 you're right. But when I was in London, yeah, that's, that's where I saw. Yeah, that England they didn't doesn't have, have guns. Nothing. They don't so have guns. and to be honest. It's weird because I felt the safest while I was there just because they have CTVs, which are cameras on the lights or whatever. And when you go, like when I was going out to nightclubs and shit like that and partying, they took my ID, they scanned it, and my ID came up on like the screen. Oh, really? So they knew exactly who I was. They had my ID. They they knew exactly They're like, where don't I was try from. any shit, bitch. Yeah, they knew, they knew fucking everything. And at the same time, where I'm like, oh, this is kind of invasive. At the same time, they know exactly who's there. They know who's <laughs> going. I really love yeah, they know all that shit. They, they, if you are going to go in there and you're going to do some fuck shit, they know who you are. They know where you are. They know your address. They know all that shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if we want we want to feel more safe, we need to go towards that. Yeah, something more peaceful. And I think that now, moving forward, we need to get to the root of why this is happening. You know, of course, we can change the gun laws and stuff like that, but people are always going to smuggle guns in. You know, there's 
ways to get everything in this country. Banning something is not going to take it away and it's not going to change it, you know? I think we need to get to the root of why this is happening, the root of the hate, you know? Because these are crimes of passion. These are cri- these are hate crimes. It, there's obviously a reason that they're doing it. They don't just do it arbitrarily. So we need to, like, address the mental health issues that go behind it and then try to fix it from within, you know, instead of trying to mask it and make it into something that it's not. We need to have better mental health institutions in place and evaluations in place for people who are struggling and make it an environment where they feel comfortable in coming to someone to be like, I am having these thoughts and I do want to do this and I don't know why and I and I want to stop it, you know? Like, I think maybe in public school they should have maybe classes on mental health or mental health evaluations on the kids because these are obviously young people that are doing this and then they're obviously going through the system and no one's acknowledging that they have an issue and I know just like you've been in school with me and like we've been in school and we've seen people who we feel like I would not be surprised if they were to shoot someone up or a a place up because you can see that they're mentally distraught and they hate people you know and I'm like why are those people getting through the system and no one's addressing it and teachers are seeing it and students are seeing this and we're letting these people go on in life you know there's a bigger issue at hand and it starts from within people the people the reason that they're doing it the the ideas that they're getting taught, you know, at a young age. I'm not sure what their parents are telling them, but there's a reason why there are no black shooters. And when you're raised in a black home, that's not even an I- an idea that anyone has, you know? But then why are, are white people mass shooters? What what's happening? What are what are what's the dialogue that is missing within that relationship? I don't know. I agree with that, but at the same time I'm like I know so many, not I know, I know of people who are white who hate just to hate. So at that at that point, I don't think it's a mental issue. I think that the parents are spewing this hate and they are teaching their children this hate. So like at passing that, the hate down. Yeah. So at that at that point, it's not a mental health problem. It's not a. It is a who you were raised with or who you. But that's what I'm saying. Like the dialogue between like the parents and the kids, because obviously, like remember that guy that we hung out with downtown a couple of years ago, and he was like from Winter Park and was a uh, super racist because he was wa- wasted. Do you remember? And he's like, oh yeah, like his parents are like that. Okay, so yes, they're passing on that hate. But it's like, the the thing about it is that just because your parents tell you something doesn't mean that you're going to adopt that ideology. You know, you can hear your parents tell you something and you can know that it's wrong. (laughs) I don't know. At the same time, America was built on this hate. So I don't think that... It's, it's not something that's going to change. I think that there's always going to be a hierarchy in a system and white people feel like they're at the top of that hierarchy. And whenever they feel like they're losing that control or losing that power, that's where that hate comes in. They will always hate something that's different than them. It's it's just, like I said, it's what America was built on. The guy fucking came over here. There were natives here. What did he do? Killed he wanted to have pox, the land. Yeah. He took it. So I think that that hate is what this country was built on and I think that our generation is doing a lot better in terms of like trying to bring us all together and all that shit but there's a lot of people and a lot of generations that need to die and stop spilling that bullshit before we're going to be able to get to a point where we are all on an equal playing ground and to be honest they don't want to be on an equal playing ground yeah they want to have the foot up so why would they why would they stop why would they you know if you if you think about it like that they're doing all this shit for a reason Whenever you have these it's terrorist attacks. to keep attacks, themselves at the top. Yeah, they want to keep them keep themselves in power. And people don't want to say that because it's, it's weird. It's a sensitive topic. But it's the truth. It's the fucking truth. 
I mean, you know, this is get to the point. Like, get to the motherfucking. We're point. talking about things that I think that a lot of people think but are afraid to say, and like that is one of them. That is an extremely bold statement. But I mean, is he wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I just one of our uh, listeners, one of my good friends, she was telling me that she was listening to the podcast and that she she really enjoyed it. She really liked it. But the thing that she thought that we could improve on is that. We have a statement. We have a pay-in. She could tell that. And then she felt like we would kind of go back on that. And when I'm thinking about it, I get it. Because when I'm trying to say what I want to say, I find myself tiptoeing. Because we don't want to, like, and, like not step on people's toes. But at the same time, I'm like, I want to get my point out across clearly and to the point. Because if you don't, then that leaves room for interpretation. And it leaves, it leaves too much wiggle room. And I don't want that. I want people to clearly know what the fuck I'm saying, and I want people to understand where I'm coming from. And if they feel differently, that's fine. We can have a conversation about it. But I'm not going to sit here and try to sugarcoat shit anymore, because mm-hmm. that doesn't sugarcoating shit doesn't make change, and mm-hmm. we need change. That's the main thing that we can all agree on is that whatever the fuck we're doing right now is not working. All of the people that are in graves right now can agree. Yes, this shit is not working. All of the families that are having to grieve, their loved ones that have been killed can agree that we need to fucking get down to the real issue and we need to fix something. And like, this can't keep happening. We can't keep having fucking mass shootings every other weekend and just passing by and being like, oh, well, another mass shooting. No, we can't do this, guys. Like, we need to change something. People can't keep losing their lives. Like, one day is gonna get so large that you are going to start knowing people that have been in mass shootings like the pulse shooting i knew two of the girls in there like two of the girls are in there i went to high school with what the fuck that's one of the largest mass shootings in american history and i know somebody involved in that you know that's not okay we we can't just keep turning a blind eye to these massive things that are happening you know obviously the u.s is like uh economy is highly based on like tourism and now there's countries that are giving warnings to tourists being like oh make sure when you go to the u.s you stay away from theme parks and these other places because they're having a lot of mass shootings like the fact that other countries are starting to look at us and be like this is not a safe place to be anymore you know it's not like it's like when you uh are trying to travel and you're like oh well colombia is kind of having a lot of like uh political unrest right now maybe we shouldn't go there that's what people see the U.S. as now. Countries are warning their citizens not to come to the U.S. because they might get in a fucking mass shooting. That's crazy. We're supposed to be one of the most progressive countries on the planet, and here we are with mass shootings. Why? You, we sh- If we're going to be so progressive and we're going to be so advanced, we need to be highly protected. Like, how can we have all these advances with, like, electric cars and, like, solar panels and all this other shit, but then we can't even protect the people who are living in our country? People are dying left and right for nothing. Absolutely nothing. People with kids, people with lives, people with that are going to school, they have, like, their entire lives ahead of them are getting fucking killed for nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Their death doesn't mean anything because we're not doing anything to fix the situation. We're fucking sticking a pacifier in each other's mouths being like okay well prayers you know prayers to your family and then another fucking mass shooting happens and then what do we do nothing nothing people are dying in vain they're dying completely in vain and the fact that we've had so many opportunities to try to fix this issue and get it right because there's been so many fucking shootings blows my mind we keep having the same conversations we keep saying the same thoughts and prayers we keep having the same funeral services like it's like a routine we've had so many opportunities like these people that recently just died if all this shit would have been fixed and figured out during combine pulse wouldn't have happened 
El Paso wouldn't have happened. All this shit wouldn't have happened. And we would have sat down, talked about it, got to the root of this bullshit when it first started, when it first happened, and we realized we had a problem. None of all these people would still be alive. There would be so many families that would have their loved ones. And the fact that we didn't, we robbed them. We robbed them of that person. We took away the opportunity for that person to live life and to be happy just because we didn't want to have the hard conversation. Yeah, and it's it's crazy too because like there's been other crimes throughout history that have happened and it's been like the first time that that crime happens and then a new law is put into place immediately to yes, stop that from happening. And just uh, like the Amber Alert, you know, that little girl went missing and then after... Uh, you know, she turned up dead. They came up with an Amber Alert. And now, every time a kid goes missing, what happens? Your phone goes off and you have an Amber Alert. But how come we have had 17 mass shootings in this year alone and nothing has happened? Not shit. Nothing has the happened. The same thing with the fucking Tide Pod things. One kid swallows a Tide Pod. Tide Pod warnings are fucking everywhere. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's on bottles. It's on this. It's on that. It's on TV. It's on television. One, one kid gets poisoned by that. It's on air, all the media. We've had people die so many times to shootings and nothing. And what's crazy, too, is, like, there have been kids that have died in shootings. Like, Sandy Hook, that shooting, kids, a bunch of of kids. And it still wasn't enough enough. for anyone to come and be like, wow, we might actually have a real fucking problem in this country. You know, no gun laws have been changed. No laws have been implemented. Nothing. Nothing has happened since these kids have had their lives taken from them. And ever since, like, more people have had their lives taken from them. More kids, more adults, more important people people more not important people everybody from every walk of life has died in this and we still go on every day like nothing happened when you think about it there's nowhere that's fucking safe and that's a shame people died in church people died at the movies people died in walmart people die at school there's where Where the fuck can can you you, can you go there's nowhere you can go where you're like I feel completely safe. And that's fucked. It's so That's sad. fucked. Like, it's stupid. Yeah, there's absolutely nowhere safe that you can go these days. And I remember right after the Pulse shooting happened, do you remember we went to Ibar? And we were, like, having a great time. And then we stopped and we were like, where are the exits in here? And yeah, we pointed scary, out the exits. Man. And we were just paused for a second. And we're in this nightclub and it's super loud and everyone's dancing and having a good time. We were standing still and we're like... Wow, we're at the point right now to where we are in Orlando and we are at a club having a great time and then we just realized that our lives might be in danger and we didn't even realize it. And so, yeah, we pointed out all the exits to where we could have escaped and it's just like, wow, this is this is real life. This is something it's that reality, can happen to us. Man. And like yesterday, I went to Staples because I had to drop off some UPS packages and um, when I was walking out the door... I kind of noticed this guy following me and I was like, okay, but I'm like a very like independent person and I'm like, if someone's going to try my shit, I'm definitely the one like, let's fight. But yeah, he's following me a little bit and then I started to notice he's walking the same pace as me. I was like, are you fucking joking? I'm like, I see my car and then he like hands me his business card and he's being kind of nervous and he's like, you know, we have a, like we make signs. So if you ever need a sign, like my company can do it for you. So to explain all this shit and I'm looking around as he's doing this because I'm like I don't want this to be a situation to where I could be targeted for sex trafficking because that's been happening a lot too so I was like looking at my car to make sure that no one was around it and I'm like immediately I was like I have to go 
and I cut him off. The fact that someone can't even stop me to just be like trying to promote their business without me thinking like, are you trying to steal me for sex trafficking? Like that's ridiculous. And like, this is supposed to be one of like the safest countries I feel like. And it's not because I can't even walk to my car and have a stranger speak to me without thinking that like I'm going to die. This is a big issue, you know? And like, it was, it was, I felt bad because I could see that he was just nervous and he was just trying to promote his business and that's all that this is. But I'm a girl and this is not a safe place for women it is not a safe place for black people brown people none of it the only <laughs> this is only a safe country for white men you ain't lying and i couldn't even imagine having a kid right now Hell just because no. when i was younger my parents used to not only kick me out of the house but force me to go outside and play and they would just they would just tell me to go go play. That was it. That was the end of the the, the statement. There wasn't a be safe, do this. It was do like that. come was home before, uh, before the sun the goes light. down. Come yeah, or, before the yes, light. The that was that. That's all it was. And I would go, and we would do all kinds of shit. We would go to the store. We would ride our bikes around the neighborhood. We would fucking get into trouble. But there was never that that idea of like your kid being in danger, being shot. So the fact that if I had a kid right now, I would have to. Be worried, not only when they're in school, when they're hanging out with their friends, or when they're in the mall, when they're going to the movies, everywhere, everywhere I have to be worried about my kid, I would not know how to function with that. They Mm -hmm. would have to be under lock and key, and it's not fair. It's not fair that they don't get to experience life and experience that freedom and just be a kid and just go outside and play with their friends and just be young, be youthful. They don't, I I, I wouldn't feel safe and comfortable letting them do that and the thing is like when you were growing up you never knew that things like this existed you didn't know that people could hate so much and that you could go somewhere and someone could shoot you you know what i mean that wasn't a thought but it's like yeah if you had a kid nowadays you'd have to have the black talk with them and then you'd have to tell them about being safe and making sure that you're you know close to your family and not out by yourself and probably not out in large groups which is just crazy because it's like where can you go you know I, I don't even know how I would try to communicate that message to my kid because you don't want to scare them but you do want to educate them and I just don't even know what where that line is you know what I mean of what you can and can't say because like it you can't be like okay well there are mass shootings and you don't want to get caught up in that but yeah. at the same time you need to let them know that guns are dangerous and you can't trust people and you don't want your kids to have that idea growing up but how else are you supposed to let them know that it's a dangerous world we live in yeah even my even my parents now just now when i went to the orlando city game the main thing that they said was i want you to have fun but be safe and those words haven't meant what they mean. Like back in the day, those words meant a certain thing. Now those words mean a totally different thing. It has a way larger impact. Like you know they mean it. Yeah. When you they say they when they it. say I want you to be safe, they're saying I want you to make it back home. Yeah. And that's scary and that's shitty. And the fact that like I'm 26 and they still you feel that thought way, about it. <laughs> they still feel that way. Yeah. No, for sure. And like that's something that they're going to feel until this country develops better laws and better programs for mental illness, you know, because not just mental illness shit like until this country tackles this whole white supremacist issue. It's mm-hmm. an issue. It's a problem. I know, but of and course, there's that. Yes. But there's also issues with mental illness. Yeah, I get that. But I think that it. a lot of more of the shootings are from the hatred yeah. than from mental illness. Yeah. For so sure. I because I don't want to give people the pass of. Yeah, oh, I, I was mentally. Mental un- yeah, I was mentally unstable because yeah. some people 
some go into aren't. it. Some people go into it with the hate, knowing, oh, I can back. I can just be like, oh, I was mentally unstable. Yeah. They use it as a scapegoat. Yeah. And that's, that's fucked up for the people who actually do have mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes very hard to know to who, decipher. Yeah, who is the one who's telling the truth and who's not. Yeah. No, I understand that for sure. Yeah, there's just a ton of things that need to be changed with this country and with gun laws and all of that. And it's just, it's really sad. And, you know, our heart obviously goes out to everyone that lost their lives. And, like, I really hope that making this podcast episode, we can educate some people who may not know as much about mass shootings and about the reason why people do things like this and educate them about it and have them pass the message on to other people and just start the conversation. You know, that's all that we're trying to do is start a conversation on issues that people need to talk about because we can't keep turning a blind eye to all these people losing their lives every week. We're using this as our action, even though, like, yes, we give you our thoughts and we give you our prayers. We want to use this podcast and this episode right now as our action, as our call to action. This is our call to everybody out there who feels like this doesn't affect me. It does. It can happen to you. And if you doesn't Don't stop, wait for it to happen yeah, to it you will. to do so something. We, this is a call to action. This is saying... The shit needs to change. Shit needs to be... We need to have these conversations. We need to have these talks. And if we don't, it will continue to happen. And this will touch you. Eventually, it, eventually this will touch you. It will you. touch you in some type of way. And it will have more shootings. They'll be more frequent. It will continue to happen. And we will be stuck doing this for who knows how long. Yeah, this is not something that's slowing down. It's speeding up. And so we need to nip it in the bud before it becomes an epidemic. You know, It's, all, it's already become too big. Period. Yeah. It's our. It's our. It's already bigger. But can than you it imagine that this can be bigger? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, please, 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 let's stop shooting people. Yes. Let's stop the fucking hate, dude. Like, if you have an issue with a particular race or person or a person who decides to live their way, life a certain way talk about it with them don't fucking kill them you know we can have a conversation and if not you can remove yourself from the situation and not be around those types of people because the same way that you feel like you have the right to bear arms you have the right to fucking have your own opinion and all that shit so does everybody else everybody has the right to live their life however the fuck they want to live their life so people need to mind their own goddamn business that's what it boils down to every fucking episode mind your fucking fucking business man because you're hating and you're hating on a group of people or hating on a lifestyle or whatever for what? Those people don't affect your life in any type of way. Me being black doesn't affect you being white. So what's the issue? Mm-hmm. What's what? Where Why is that? So what's mad? that? What's that actual hatred coming from? Why are you so mad? Why are you hating? I don't know, man. I just my <laughs> my brain doesn't work that way. So I it's don't hard get to it. Understand. So if you are white and racist and you want to tell me why and you want you want to explain to me, please fucking slide in my DMs. Try to try to <laughs> let me know because right now I'm sitting on this couch and I I cannot just find can't, a reason. Can't compute. Yeah. I can't can compute. I compute. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And the fact that you hate that much is just mind blowing. How do you have so much time? Don't you got school? Don't you got a job? Don't exactly, you have to work? Exactly. Like, it becomes encompassing to where. You can't think about anything else besides that hate. Then that's why you take it out in such a violent manner. It consumes your entire being. It's everything that you think about. It's everything that you talk about. It's everything that you plan for. It is such a large issue. So, of course, the conversation 
can continue. Our inbox is always open. It sounds like you need a hobby. Get you a fucking hobby. Like, you don't got nothing to do? Oh. I, I have so much going on in my life on a daily basis in terms of, like, school, how to pay for school. I want to fucking move out and live my own goddamn life. I want to, you know, have a nice apartment. I want to travel. I want to see the world. There's so many things that I have to focus on. Get you a goddamn hobby. Get you a goddamn motherfucking hobby. For sure. That just reminded me. uh, Did you see how they're trying to blame all these mass shootings on violent video games? Yes. Yeah, I'm like, oh my my gosh. Okay, so of course that Trump is going to turn this shit around. Not to be about hate or white nationalism and have it to be, oh, well, these kids are playing violent video games and that's the reason behind this. Like, they're trying to put, like, restrictions on video games and shit. I'm like, that is... I'm sure... Okay, that can be a contributing factor, just like being 18, buying a gun is, but that is not the reason behind this. Y'all, I play video games damn near every day. Apex And is, he is shooting Apex people is up. Apex is my shit, and I am murking motherfuckers in the media video game. <laughs> and do I ever put my headset down and be like, hmm. I'm going to kill some people I think I'm going to go shoot some real people. No. Never has been a thought in my mind. Never has crossed my mind. I fucking started playing Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto, all that shit at like fucking 13 my dad had to buy it for me. Yeah. So, and that's never been a thought. So, I just think it's, it's just so funny games, that guys. we want to put blame on everything else except for what it is. It's white supremacists, period. That, period. That's it. There's no, there's no white supremacists and this, this and that. And no, that is it, period. And the fact that we're trying to build a wall to keep me trapped in here with these motherfuckers, I'm not about it. I'm not about it. <laughs> You're like, Shit. get me on the next boat. I'll <laughs> the fuck out of I here. I need the option to be out whenever I can. I'm like, Canada? What's good? And all those people who are like, if you don't like America, then fucking leave. I don't like America for very core reasons. And I'm not going to uproot my whole entire life because y'all haters. Sorry. I have a life that I want to live and I'm choosing to not let you guys affect me. But... and. Until we are able to guarantee safety for everyone. I will not shut the fuck up. I will not shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, guys, that wraps up episode 10. It was we're, a passionate one, man. It, it was, was a, a passionate, passionate one. one. Um, we're now in the double digits. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We are R&B Podcast. You can always find us on Instagram and on Twitter at the official underscore R&B. You can slide in our DMs if you'd like to continue the conversation or give us a new topic to talk about. You can send us an email. Um, our email is officialrnbpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at brvtt on Instagram. Yeah, I'm definitely most active on Instagram. And mine is Rob Bates, R-O-B-B-A-T-E-S-S. And that wraps up episode 10, guys. Thank you so much for listening to us, bitch, for 45 minutes or something like that. Stay fucking safe, man. Stay safe. Uh, Always be aware of your surroundings. Keep an eye out for people who are around you and people that you love. Don't forget to tell your mom that you fucking love her. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hug everyone around you because you never know when that's the last time you're going to do it. But as always, we love you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye.